Hello, hello, how low can I go? Welcome to TikToking. I'm your host, Kevin Hughes, and I have a really cool guest today. He goes by the name of Maximus Effort, and his content on TikTok is really unique. I had never seen it done before, personally. Maybe you have, but I haven't. But what he does is he uses masks and draws different emotions on these masks and tells a story wearing these masks by the emotions. Then he does some voiceover work and creates his whole story. It's almost like watching a live comic book. It is so freaking cool. If you have a chance, go to his TikTok after this podcast and check out his stuff. And if you are on TikTok, follow him because guy's a genius. Maximus Effort not only is very creative when it comes to his content, but the dude is a full-time student, works two jobs, and still pulls out this amazing shit. And I don't know how he does it, but he does it. And it's absolutely amazing. So I really hope you enjoy this week's episode of TikToking with Maximus Effort. I know I did. He was so cool, so fun to listen to. And just hearing about how he came up with this idea was absolutely awesome. So without further ado, here's Maximus Effort this week on TikTok. TikToking, TikToking, where creators come to play. TikToking, TikToking, find out what they have to say. TikToking, TikToking, fascinating interview. TikToking, TikToking, TikToking with Kevin Hughes. I am sponsored by Boyo Design. You know, I've always wanted a custom desk, something high quality that related to who I am as a person. And Justin Pearson did just that. He recently built me a desk and I'm telling you, it is high quality and is exactly what I've always imagined. So I did a Colorado flag on my desk because Colorado is where I'm from. It's where I am right now and it's where I do this podcast. So I felt it was necessary and a perfect fit for my office area, but he can do anything. And this is high quality furniture that's going to last a long time. So if you want to check out his work, go ahead and head to www.boyodesignco.com. That's www.boyodesignco.com boyodesignco.com and check out his work and if you want to see it on instagram go to at boyo underscore design that's at b-o-y-o underscore d-e-s-i-g-n on his instagram and check out some of his work and then when you're ready to order just go ahead and send him an email boyodesignco at gmail.com you will love whatever he creates for you i know you have that in your head that's saying man i've always wanted a table that looks like this or a chair that looks like this i mean hell we're even talking about having him make me sound panels for my podcast studio i mean this guy can do it all if it's made of wood done so once again that's boyodesignco.com check out his work i promise you you will not be disappointed what do you do for work well right now i'm Working over on the college campus as a radio DJ, I help over, um, like set up the music and and pick all the um, the different songs and train some of the new people. And then also, you know, as a part time job, I work at a convenience store across the street from campus. How, how old are you? I'm just curious. I'm 25 years old. <laughs> 25. All right. And and where are you from? Um. I was born in El Paso, Texas. I lived there for not the majority of my life, a good amount. And my when my parents unfortunately got divorced, I transferred over to Milshi, Texas, where my mother grew up. And I lived there for a good portion of my life. And then I graduated. I took some time and, and went to community college for a little bit, became a substitute teacher for about a year. But then I eventually got accepted into... Um, Texas Tech University and now I'm currently over there working on my bachelor's degree and and getting my studies here and I live on an off-campus apartment and I'm here in Lubbock <laughs> so going back to the the radio gig is that kind of uh, your goal is that what you're trying to go for 
in a sense, yes. Uh, I've always had a passion for radio. I've always liked the. I always refer to radio as the theater of the mind, like in podcast or anything in general. There's just something about like making a show without seeing the faces or anything or or any sense of like just using your imagination to kind of put the clues together. That voice acting going into that career is something i would also like to pursue as well just anything around that profession i enjoy yeah and actually uh i wanted to point that out this is the first uh episode that i have done where there is no video and uh so maximus i know you wear masks with all of your your content that you create and things of that sort and i'm just kind of curious uh do you just not want to expose yourself or when I told myself if I, I was ever going to create, make content create, or do anything in that regard, I always wanted to play a character. I've never wanted to just use my actual name or my actual identity as a sense of creating. I just wanted to make up something new because I've always liked the idea of that, just making this character and then having my real life and my um, content and my creation separate. It's like its own entity. The idea behind the masks was based on an art challenge that I did with my friends. It was this 100 face meme challenge where basically you get a number and a letter. And whenever you you pick one of those, it'll show a different facial expression. And then you draw your character doing those faces. And I saw a whole bunch of different facial expressions that I thought looked very interesting. And then... I had an idea to start a TikTok just for a hobby and just to make skits, but I never wanted to just use my actual face. I wanted to do something different. I wanted to stand out. And I thought, what if I make like a bunch of different masks with these different facial expressions to kind of give an indication of what my mood is and what's going on and and tell a story that way. And I basically call myself a a life a real life storyboard animation because i'm trying i'm basically moving um telling a story with like steel and um steel pictures on my face but being more expressive with my body and my uh, mannerisms as well so there was just something that i really enjoyed about that and the whole anonymity of people not knowing who I am along with that and just seeing me as this faceless character with a bunch of expressions. It's just the best of both worlds in that sense. Dude, that is genius. Honestly, like <laughs> I, I, I watch your videos and I, it's so weird because I get sucked in, but yet I know it's just like this piece of paper with, with mm. like some sort of expression on your face, but when you went to uh, or when you just talked about the storyboard that makes so much sense like it kind of does <laughs> remind me of like a like a comic book in a way you know and when i was yes. younger i'm in my <laughs> 30s so like I, I was a comic book collector i was a, a marvel comic card collector which i still have to this day which is pretty crazy mm -hmm. but it, it really reminds me of kind of like that era and um it's really cool, man. What a great idea. I mean, how do you come up with something like that? Like, what, what what inspired you to come up with that idea? Well, if it's pretty obvious with my videos, is I'm a big nerd. <laughs> I'm, uh, I, like I said, I'm a big comic book nerd. I love, like, cartoons and anime and just anything in general that inspires me to um, draw or to just create different characters and... I don't know. It's just, it just, that idea came to me one day and it just really stuck with me. And I just, and then once I did the first video, I just immediately started loving it. And I said, okay, I got to draw more faces, more expressions. And it just like one or two faces became 10 and then it became 30. And now I have a whole book filled with different faces that I reuse and I remake. And I still have more faces in mind that I want to design. And then also the name Maximus Effort was a name I actually wasn't too fond of at first. I Maximus Effort was actually a gamer tag that I came up with. It, it was like when I go online on PlayStation, that was what people saw me as. And it, I I admit I got it from Deadpool when every time he would say Maximum Effort and I turned it into a name and I made it a character and I just, it just really stuck with me. But now I kind of like the how it became a part of me and it's become a symbol 
And the name Maximus Effort kind of fits with this whole character I'm trying to make on my TikTok because of how much effort and how much time I put into these videos. Because it takes a long time to make the masks and then to do each transition. And then especially when I'm playing multiple characters, I have to do different costume changes and, and, and then make sure it all works. And keep in mind, I have no peripheral vision when I'm making these TikToks. So I'm going in blind. I turn in a timer and I just have to guess where my position has to be. So it's a little bit harder than just doing a, a normal TikTok. So it's a lot of work and, and a lot of time that puts into it. But once it's done and once it comes out exactly the way I want it, it's just like, it's just a great feeling. So do you do each individual character at each specific time? So say you have a one line with one character, do you automatically do a clothes change or a, a costume change and when, jump into the next character? Or do you film all of one character at one time and then go in and shoot the second character and so on and so forth? When I first started, I did each like take in order, which was a little harder because mm -hmm. I would change, go back, change again. But I found it easier to do one character at a time and film their parts and then go back and film the other character's parts afterwards, which sometimes it works out, but then depending on the certain time of day, because I remember one time I did a TikTok where it was a little bit late in the evening and I did each part transitions, but in the background, you can see that one at one point it's not as dark outside, but then at the, the other point it's completely pitch black, but you know, we're more focused on the character. So it's not a big, um, setback if any. So I didn't let that get to me. And I've had a few hiccups now and there where a lot of people like to point out to me. And then I would take that into consideration for future TikToks. But as long as it still t gets the point across of what I'm trying to do, then I'm happy with it. Yeah, so I, I've never noticed the, the difference in, in the time of day or lighting or anything like that. But now that you've told me that, I'm totally going to notice it every <laughs> single time. And I bet everybody else will too. <laughs> I was doing that same thing at first. Like I would film, if I had multiple characters, I would film, you know, okay, this guy says this, and then I change, go to this guy, and then I change, and then go back to this guy, and then I change. And I was like, why am I doing this? Like this is taking so long and like... <laughs> At the end of it, I'm so wiped out. I'm like, why don't I just have all the lines, pause in between, and then mm -hmm. once I'm done, I do the second character and then do the same thing. And then when I'm editing, I fit them all together. And it is just it just made life so much easier on that aspect of things. <laughs> but it still takes forever. I mean, mm -hmm. I've I've had one minute videos with writing everything out, like writing all the lines down, shooting and editing. It's it up to post it probably takes about three and a half hours for a one minute video and it, it i mean that's my longest i don't know how long does it usually take for you uh it depends the most i guess the ones that involve more than two characters is the one that takes the longest because i'm constantly like going through each character like this recent one that i just did um the it was a credit card fraud department video that i it got inspiration from this other TikToker, um, Evan Williams. And that one took me about a good like 45 minutes to do or maybe an hour because I had to go through each different transition for one character. Then after that, I had to go through it for another character and change a different outfit. And then there was one brief small character that I did. Also, there's like this one scene where I try to imply that like blood splattered on the face. So I had to print out another mask, not the one that I normally use and, and make a copy of it. And then I splattered red acrylic paint on it to kind of give it that illusion that it was like a blood splatter. Mm -hmm. And um, and then I changed that. Oh, and also there's the transition between each masks because between each each there's there's the transition between each character which I just changed costume but between each take I switch out the the masks on my um my little makeshift cardboard mask that I made so I have to stop take it off put it on and then put on a new one and so that takes time too depending on how many masks and how many expressions I'm going to be in that video yeah what would you say the longest uh video or I guess the the longest process is taken for a video 
from start to finish? I would say probably two hours or two or three hours, depending. I'm trying to think of which video I did. The only one that comes to mind is where I was doing kind of, it's a simple video. It's not, I think it's like about 15 seconds, but it took me so long because I transitioned between um, different outfits, different costumes, different masks. It was the uh, choose your character. Basically you have like the Super Smash Brothers team playing in the background and I transitioned between each different character like in a fighting style game. And they have to choose. Yeah, I saw that one. Yeah. And the reason I did that is because I'm trying to come up with names for all these characters that I play. Because there's different like costumes that I wear that reoccur after time. And a lot of people have pointed that out saying, like, I like this character. I want to see that. And I decided, like, okay, what if I start naming them so that way people can grow a, some sort of attachment towards these characters and I could bring them back on future videos. And so I thought that would be a good, a good idea to introduce a few of them. And – but – Again, um, throughout each take, I had to change costumes and I would have to change a different mask and, and get in the right position. And then there's also moments where I don't like how it looks I and mean, I, I would have to retake it. So it's just a bunch of trial and error between each different take. And then for me, I make it a little bit more harder on myself because I always, even if I'm playing a, a, my own character with just the mask and the, the hat and the, the black mask that I wear under it, um, I still like to change outfits if I'm talking to if there's like two people talking in there. So I'll be wearing like mm-hmm. a regular t-shirt, jeans or something and then if I'm talking to another person it'll be a completely different outfit. So it gives the illusion that there's two different people. It's a Okay. And I've noticed that there's some people that like to wear the same outfit when they do that and it still works, but for me I just have to do that cuz it just feels I want it to feel like I'm talk there's more than one person there. So do you act that out, act your scene out, and then do you do voiceover? I'm assuming you're not talking during uh, the actual scene where you have the masks on, correct? I I get so into character sometimes where I catch myself voicing it. <laughs> There'll be brief moments where I can kind of see my mouth like under my uh, my face moving, going along with it. So occasionally, mm-hmm. yes, I will kind of go with it just so I can get myself into that mindset. And, and and make it seem a little bit more genuine. And then sometimes I'll kind of like pre-record myself to see how it looks. And if it does, if it looks good, then I'll go from there. And there'll be moments where I would try one thing I didn't like and I'll try it a different way and I liked it better that way. And because there's, I have an idea, uh, it always goes, I have ideas in my head, but then there's the point of, okay, so can I execute that? Because there'll be moments where there's one time, uh, this one TikTok video I wanted to do, it was a Family Guy bit where basically uh, the Peter voice was telling this guy, I bet that gun is not loaded. And then the guy's shooting you and then I'm just making it look like I'm losing limbs. And <laughs> the original plan was for me to kind of put my pants leg um, like folded on the inside. So it looks like I'm hopping up, up and down with just one leg. But that is very dangerous to do when you can't see and you don't know where you're going to be at. And I almost fell and ate it. So I said like, okay, I got to try something different. So what I did was I had, I made like a little makeshift mannequin with some pillows and, and I just had the outfit that I was wearing in front of it to make it look like it's there. They got completely shot off and it worked better. And I actually liked that a lot better than the original idea I had. And it was less dangerous that way too. And I also like how you incorporated like a baby doll, but you also put the mask on the doll as well. I thought that was such a cool idea. Also, I, what I like about a lot of the videos I do is that sometimes I get these I, I buy these different props or these different costumes for basically for one TikTok in mind, but I always want to try to find ways to incorporate them into later. And the baby doll was for this one TikTok where somebody was like, "Don't please don't be ugly, please don't be ugly," and then there's a reveal and they're like, "Oh my god!" And it was, and I just thought it would be funny, like, "Oh, what if I make a joke where." That's my mom saying that on the day that I got born. And then when you reveal the face, it's like a derpy mask. <laughs> and <laughs> I kept and then I'm like, well, I have this baby doll now. What do I do with it? So I found different ideas of using it and incorporating on there. And I just I I thought it was funny. And that gave me another um, ideas for future TikToks as well. 
Yeah, and it gave you an extra character exactly. as well. Exactly. You know, I to, call him MJ, so. Maxie Jr. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, man. So did you start on TikTok or were you using other platforms uh, for your content uh, before TikTok? TikTok was basically my starting point as a content creator. Before TikTok, I was always... Uh, this is why I always tell people I'm not the main character to the story. I'm the character's best friend because I usually am a guest for most of my other friends that do streaming or that they make content. I would show up and help them out and I would like, you know, help make their videos and, and help them do good as well. But getting a taste of that, I'm, I was thinking that this is something I would want to do. This is something I would enjoy, but I just never really had the confidence to do that um as myself but if creating this character kind of gives me that sense of relief of not feeling judged or or feeling um you know like like pressured or anything but yeah tiktok was my starting point and from there i was never expecting an audience to grow as big as it did and I'm thankful that it did because it's a good starting point for other platforms that I wanted to do. Like recently, I just recently started on Twitch and I'm hoping to kind of make some sort of uh, an audience there as well and go from there. And then sometime down the road, I plan on trying to incorporate merch or start a YouTube channel with different um, like storytelling animation and just just a lot of ideas that I've always wanted to do, but never had the chance to execute is just, it, it, it's, I'm just glad that TikTok was a great starting point for me. And what, at what point, so how long have you been on TikTok? I guess, let me start there. I believe it was, uh, February of 2020. Okay. So, so about, about a year and a half. Yes. And how long did it take before your videos really started blowing up and you started, uh, getting the, the followers that, we're, we're kind of like whoa this is working like i'm gonna i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna do this for me i was i was just very happy when i first started and a lot of people that i didn't know were complimenting me i was i was excited when i did my first video and i got 60 likes and and like five comments and i thought that was the coolest thing but little by little as it got bigger um i guess once it started reaching different milestones because before i was getting about 70 likes a video but then i did one video that went up to 100 likes and i noticed like okay that's working so i wanted to keep progressing keep going and i was taking the comments to consideration to keep going and it was about um i think my like 30th video it was the another one of the credit card videos that i did the credit card fraud department videos that I did, that one was the one where it just immediately went viral. And that's when I started to realize that, okay, maybe this is like, this is a, a really big deal when I started getting different opportunities and people were emailing me about sponsorships, about, you know, just wanting my stuff on their channel or, or trying to promote different things. And, and then, uh, joining the uh, creator market and getting paid to do these TikToks is when I started thinking like, okay, this is actually, th this is actually going to become something. This can be something. Yeah. So from there, it just started. That's when I started thinking like, okay, maybe I'm going to get, I got to really invest in this and take and take over because it went from being a hobby to now kind of like a job. So that's always a great thing. Yeah, absolutely. I I'm, curious how come you haven't started a, a youtube channel and kind of made you know longer episodes you know something like a five to ten minute little youtube video to where uh you can expand on the story a little bit for two reasons one it was just the lack of equipment at the time all i had was my uh my cell phone uh tripod that i got from walmart and my laptop that's all i had now i've invested in a professional microphone a pc and some new setups so that way i can try to start building an audience on twitch and maybe do some live streams there and then once i f feel a little bit more comfortable in that 
area, I want to transition over to YouTube and start making different videos with different equipment. And then also just time management as well, because I am a full-time college student. And also, I do work on the side. So it's just trying to find a time to do every little thing at once and 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 then get the idea flowing on where I want to go from there. Because I have ideas for the YouTube channel. I don't necessarily think I would do live action as I do on TikTok, but I do want to incorporate some animation there as well. I'm trying to not do too much all at once where it just, it's mm -hmm. overwhelming, but I just want to use all these different flat platforms to express specific creative outlets that I want to do. TikTok will be my live action slash voice acting slash um, art challenges that I do. And Twitch would be my let's plays, my commentary, my, you know, just kind of connecting with the audience. And then YouTube would be like, you know, all of the above, just in much more longer format. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And we're so what is what's the end game? Like, what, what are your goals with this? Are, are you wanting to expand to even like a possible TV show or, or what? what's your goal with this? To go that down that route, maybe um, sometime down the road, if I can pursue a successful career in voice acting, that would be honestly a dream come true for me. Mm -hmm. To be honest, at first doing this, I wasn't expecting much out of it. I thought this would just be something I do on the side and maybe make a little bit of money. But now that I'm seeing the potential from this, I kind of want to see if this is something that I can turn into a career and make my own. Because the, the college is there for me to you know obviously have my degree but also with my degree it's teaching me all these different um elements to making content and creating stuff on my own so i want to see if i can kind of go with this and make this into my full-time career where i can stream get money off that make different um stories tell my own um, tell what I do what I want to do tell my own story with my characters and little by little just keep making more and more out of it and sometime down the road I actually wanted to see if I could make a comic out of these characters or again with the merch everything in general it's just the sky's the limit I have so many ideas I'm just going off the checklist right now mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh and trying to get every single one down and and Honestly, if it goes nowhere, but if I at least done it, I would feel at least some sort of fulfillment because knowing that I made at least a few people happy and smile with my crazy shenanigans would make me feel some sort of pleasure as well. Yeah, absolutely. And and honestly, that's where my mindset is as far as this podcast goes, because I came up with this idea. I spent a few months getting it all together, getting out of platform kind of uh all-around basis of what it's going to be about and who i want on the show and if it's going to be comedy or more serious and <laughs> and you know i i love meeting people and and uh hearing people's story that people i don't know and uh it's been a lot of fun and i think um i have the same mindset as you as far as you know if this blows up and becomes my career that would be absolutely amazing and if not, then I mean, I'm just going to go with it and have fun with it and meet new people and make new friends and and share stories with people that want to hear their favorite creators, you know. And so, I mean, I totally feel where you're coming from. You know, it sounds like we have a pretty similar um, creative mm -hmm. mindset. When you first approached me about this, because around that time, I was getting different messages from either real people or different bots trying to get my um, profile on their account just to, you know, just to get a payment out of me. So it was kind of 50-50 on who I should trust and who I should look look at. But then I saw yours and I um, saw your Spotify playlist and I was looking through each of the different interviews and I thought like, this is such a good concept and this is such a good idea to help promote not just for you, but just for everybody else that are making these different videos and to get to know them and get to see like a little behind the scenes of what goes on to with their life and and getting to know them on a different basis aside from the characters that they play on their TikToks. So I was immediately excited, ecstatic about that idea. And I said, uh, so I was all for it. And plus coming from 
the radio business over at my college and me just having a love for podcasts in general, I just was all for it as well. Yeah. And uh, I'm so glad to hear somebody else say that because, you know, that's exactly what I was going for and uh, wanting to attract people to either creators they know or creators they haven't heard of, but enjoy listening to them so much that they go and find them on, you know, these different platforms or whatever career they're in and, and, you know, help that person out, even if they don't need it. I mean, I've, I've interviewed people with millions and millions of followers and are doing fine on their own, but it's always Mm -hmm. cool to, I guess, have people hear that, you know, you're not only that person on that platform, you know, you're not only the person you're seeing on the videos or, the pictures like you have a real life outside of that so being able to share that with people i think has it makes them closer with their fans and makes their fans like i guess uh, uh feel more involved with the people that they admire so yes. yeah so that's that's what i was going for so thank you for the the compliment and uh and everything on that because it really makes me feel good to know that my idea is actually getting through to the way I wanted it to, you know? Yeah. And let me just say, I love your jingle. <laughs> the TikToking jingle. Thanks, man. I love that so much. <laughs> it t- that took some time. So actually I haven't heard that yet. So I'm glad you brought that up. I could talk about that a little bit. So <laughs> I've always, so I listen to podcasts a lot and I've noticed mm-hmm. the most successful ones always have an intro song, an outro song, a, Um, in between song when they're going into, you know, their ads or their sponsorships. So I was like, okay, I want something really catchy and I want something that, you know, people will listen to. And then throughout the day, they'll just start singing it in their head. You know, it just pops up like something catchy. (laughs) So I hired this guy. He, um, he actually did the theme song for like survivor and shark tank Oh, wow. Yeah. And he, so he's, you know, he's done it all. And he's like, okay, so what do you want? I said, well, in my head right now, I'm kind of thinking a 90s uh, TV series theme song, something like that, you know, something catchy, you know, like Say by the Bell or something like that. <laughs> so he comes back at me with this really cool alternative um, type song, but it was a little bit too fast paced. And I was like, uh, okay, now that I'm hearing this, maybe this is not the route I want to go. And he's like, okay, well, give me another idea. And then it just popped in my head. I'm like, how about the jingle, like similar, like something uh, similar sounding to uh, two and a half men. And, and so he's like, gotcha. So he comes back with this one and it was good, but he was having like the background, uh, you know, the, the backup singer with the higher pitched voice. It just kept repeating my name over and over. And I'm like, I only want my name heard once. Like I don't need to overdo it with my name. That almost sounds a little bit too like big headed in my way. So mm-hmm. I was like, if you can incorporate the lyrics you have and also that, that background singer, and then just mention my name at the end, I said, that would be perfect. So he did it and that's how it came out. And yeah, I, I love that thing, man. It, it came out really good. And I think it fits really well with, with what I'm trying to do here. So it's a it's a headbanger and a snapping type of song too so <laughs> well my four-year-old my four-year-old walks around and she's like tick talking tick talking <laughs> i'm like oh if my four-year-old likes it i mean other people have to like it too right mm-hmm. so <laughs> yeah immediately when i heard it and i told my brother about this interview i'm like dude listen to this jingle man it's so catchy and we were both just singing it for the next few days oh that's awesome <laughs> <laughs> that's really cool man well thank you for all the compliments and everything oh no worries man like i said i have a very great appreciation for this in general and then also for a lot of the work that gets put into it and i can i can i admire passion when it's put into projects mm-hmm. like even if it goes nowhere and it doesn't really um make as much um um, of an attraction that you expect it to, but to see so much love and so much time and energy put into something, I really appreciate that. And I can see that in this video, and I hope that most people can see it in my TikToks and my different um, creations that I make as well. 
because you know it is a lot of work and you, you you do want that bit of validation as well but also just that sense of pride knowing like i did that it came out as i wanted i'm proud of it yeah and yeah yeah that's exactly where i'm at as well i mean i'm like i said i i love this and uh i've put my blood sweat and tears into this even i mean i have a full-time job i have a family my kids are in sports and so i mean I'm constantly on the go and trying to fit this in whenever I can. So uh, I've been, I can't even tell you how many nights I've stayed up all night, just laying this out and, and creating an album cover and creating, you know, different uh, ideas for how I'm going to approach it. And yeah, it's, Mm -hmm. it's awesome. And it's, it is an awesome feeling knowing that, I mean, I have an incredible amount of listeners and it's only been, you know, September 1st is when I released the first episode and uh it's just really gone a lot further than i was expecting i was hoping but definitely not expecting mm-hmm. this quickly you know yeah and i saw the 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 big change from when you first messaged me to to now because i saw you got a new um logo for your instagram page and the different um um, album covers that you made for each of your guests as well so i saw it slowly slowly turning into an actual like podcast and an actual like creation and that's what really intrigued me to it as first as well because i saw like okay this uh, this is this is this is something i can get behind and like i said before when you messaged me i watched a, i listened to a few of your uh podcasts with previous uh um, people that you've interviewed and I started to get to know them on TikTok as well and see, seeing what their mindset was and how they got into it and that was just something that really intrigued me and I thought like I like to like I like to talk and you know yeah. I and I'm an open book when people ask me certain things I always tell them and I always like to talk and and describe what's going on so I'm like I can get down with this yeah yeah man and, and- a big thing with uh, probably my biggest change is after the first two episodes uh, came out, um, I, I have a really good buddy that I had listened to him and he's been one of my best friends forever. But he he pointed out, I said, give me all the criticism. Like, I want to know what you don't like about it, what you do like about it. And he said his only complaint was at the end of those first couple episodes it was a really quick, okay, we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. And then it was done. So mm-hmm. I changed that up. I don't know if you've listened to anything recent, but I've changed it up to where I actually add kind of an ending to the podcast to kind of give it a, a proper finish, I guess. And um, okay. and that's helped out a lot. I think it, uh, it, it gives kind of like closure to it, whereas I guess it was kind of sounding like, oh, it's over just like that. Like that's it, you know? So Mm -hmm. I tried to give it a little bit of a, a a closing ending to where it's properly sounding like the episode's over and not just, Oh, it's over, you know? So that was probably my biggest change that I've made for this podcast. And I think that has helped out tremendously. And it kind of gives you that signature that people will remember you as, as well. Right. And funny that you mentioned that because now that i like i said i've started on twitch i've came up with like my own little opening that i kind of do every time i start off so people can kind of um memorize that and remember remember me as that whenever i start a twitch stream i'll say what's going on guys it's me mr me maximus effort coming to you live on twitch and something about that it's just simple and it kind of goes with the initials and goes with the characters and that's just something that i used to remember me by and i always feel like i have a unique way of talking as well i have my friends like to call them my little catchphrases that i say mm-hmm. that i incorporate in, a sprinkle in as well like when i get excited i say dangatang <laughs> <laughs> that's just something that i've always thrown in i don't know why it's just a joke that i've always had with my brother where i'm always excited i'll just go dangatang and <laughs> it's become part of me now where i'm tempted to make that into a shirt <laughs> with the big onomatopoeia comic book font oh, that would, and be cool. uh, and then people remember me as that and it's funny that a lot of my friends that watch me on twitch or a lot of uh 
the audience I've gained on Twitch are starting to say that now. So it, it, it's funny, like little things like that, that people catch on to and will remember you as is just will go a long way in building a unique character and and just making yourself stand out. Yeah, absolutely. So you go to school full time, you work two mm-hmm. jobs, you are you make all this content creation for TikTok. So you're busy, but are there other things that you enjoy? Like what other hobbies do you have that you can act that you actually have time for, I guess. I love what I do in terms of content creating and just uh, make and making people smile. So that is just uh, like coming up with ideas around that helps me out as well. But um, whenever I feel a little burned out, I try to find time to just draw no matter what it is to try to make something because sometimes the best ideas come out of that where you're just like mindlessly doodling and then you just. Mm-hmm it's something something comes out and you make something out of it so that's something i would like to do and along with the whole twitch streaming thing i like to play video games i like to you know i i have a um a group of friends i've met online and we have a discord server that we like to talk to on so occasionally i'll go chat with them especially since nowadays with covid and everything it's kind of hard to go out and out and about sometimes but when I do, you know, like, I'm glad that I have a good um, um, uh, set of people around me that I can rely on if times are tough. Like, my brother and I get along really well, and we both, like, he's my best friend, and me and him both just, like, do whatever we can together. We'll go to movies. We'll just hang out. We'll watch movies and stuff. So mm-hmm. anything that makes me feel at peace and just calm is just basically what i like to do okay and does your brother uh ever assist you with any of the videos that you make does he help you out at all sometimes i'll have him probably like (laughs) move around or or hold something like if i need something like thrown at me from off camera or or a prop held i'll say hey can you do this or i'll show him the video first and he'll give me um tips on what to improve on or anything or anything of that general very cool man so i have some which you probably know uh, at the end of kind of uh, our chat i like to ask a series of questions just to kind of get to know you a little bit better mm-hmm. and so i guess if you're cool with it we can um we can uh see i guess we can go to that segment and kind of uh have you answer some questions if that's cool sure thing all right, so we'll start off. What is your favorite movie and your favorite TV show? Favorite movie? Um, it's a tie between Forrest Gump and Secondhand Lions. Those were the two movies I've watched where I didn't want the movie to end. And funny enough, the the main character in the movie, Secondhand Lions, is actually the one that plays Forrest Gump's son in the Forrest Gump movie. That's right. Yeah, I forgot about that. I mm-hmm. I hadn't seen Secondhand Lines in a long time, but now I do remember that. Yeah. Yeah. And um favorite TV show, I would it's a I would say Friends cuz that's a show that, you know, if ever it comes up, I no matter which episode it is, I always find myself just sitting back and watching it and enjoying it as if I've watched it the first time. And how about a favorite place to travel? favorite place to travel Ooh, i don't really get out much i've been in i've been texas born and raised so i've been here but um i guess el paso texas just because that's where i was born and where i grew up and just kind of going back there and seeing my roots and just kind of going back to old places where i used to be since i was like five years old has always been somewhere i've i've always found myself happy at so i would have to say there Okay, yeah, that's cool. I've never actually had an answer like that. I, I like that. <laughs> it's kind of cool to hear someone wanting to go back to their old roots. What about, what's your favorite restaurant? Since I moved here, there's been a Chili's nearby, <laughs> near my um, my apartment. And me and my brother have made it a thing where we like to go over there and just, like, every payday, we'll just go there and eat and have a good meal and just, you know, catch up on certain things if we're ever busy that or there's this really good um 50 styles ice cream shop um over in lubbock texas called hollyhop 
and it's got a really nice 50s aesthetic with the boombox and the the old school diner and they have like really good like choices of ice cream or um different varieties of food as well like some sandwiches and and um some hamburgers and everything it's just it's really nice and i kind of like the the whole aesthetic that they got going on and how about a favorite actor and a favorite actress Ooh, man i haven't thought about this in a while (laughs) favorite actor um for me would have to be robin williams just because of how much he puts into his role to the point where you find yourself enjoying watching behind the scenes because there's so many different takes of what he does. He puts so he's just so extra that he puts so much into his character that they have too much to use that they just have to just choose which one <laughs> which take to to is going to be the final take. And all of them could have worked. Honestly, I, I've seen different takes from different movies that are just completely improvised. The guy's a genius and, oh, absolutely. And, and I, and I just love his work and, uh, favorite actress. I would probably have to say Sandra Bullock. I just, okay. I always find myself enjoying her movies and enjoying like what, she, what she has to bring into the table and, and, uh, her, the movie The Blind Side is probably one of my one of my favorite movies. I enjoy watching as well, and I just love how she went. She, um, she was in that movie. So the way the way she approached it, and then seeing actual footage of the the actual mom, she did really well. Yeah, um, I really felt that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right, and how about your favorite band or musical artist? I'm a big metalhead. So I like to listen to a lot of rock and roll music um, or just uh, anything where I can kind of headbang or just in general. Um, I'm trying to think. I like the band Papa Roach. That's just been mm-hmm. a band I've liked since high school and I've just always enjoyed. And uh, it's just some the music. Because like, a lot of music nowadays I always find a bit repetitive. It's just kind of the same thing over and over mixed with like lalas and oos or something every time i hear a song there i hear something repeated like that i'm like just come up with some lyrics <laughs> yes <laughs> but, absolutely but uh no um so yeah uh i do enjoy the band papa roach that's just been a, a band that i've always uh gone back to ever since i was like going through my emo phase in high school <laughs> but okay uh, musical artist uh um john legend i would say i just love his voice and his range that he has and the and the music that he sings it's just very uh it speaks to me in in a sense and um yeah anything that has like powerful music that speaks to me and there's a lot of songs by like celine dion as well that i do i have a very like like random music palette i like every types of music (laughs) but um the like celine dion i like this one song that she sings called i surrender and it just like it's just a really powerful song it's something i listen to and i really enjoy so yeah i i'm not very picky when it comes to music but that in general is just what i like to hear how about uh do you prefer a phone call or a text message phone call I'm okay. It's very easy to kind of misread the message if it's via text. And honestly, I'm a more um, face to face kind of person, which is ironic because I'm very introverted as well. But once you get to know me, I'm qu- I'm crazy. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, I've always found it easier to talk on the phone um, because I can send a message. But then there's always that thought in the back of my mind, like, wait, I hope they don't take this as like I was being mad or I was uh, coming off as rude because it could always be misconstrued in a different way. Oh, yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. Who is your favorite TikTok creator? Favorite TikTok creator? Um, Right now, I there's this one TikTok creator. His name is Hector Sector, and he he's one of the first people I've uh, – followed on tiktok because he has his own character where he wears uh this box head on his head uh, on this box mask and he gives 
the eyes different expressions to kind of give them different um emotions and tell a scene and tell a story and the guy is just so creative and just very like he puts a lot of work into what he does and and i always admire that and i guess that was kind of inspiration for my max character and then with a different mask but just in a different rendition and um it's cool when one day i was following his uh his videos and then it just you know on the side on tiktok it'll say like you're friends with somebody or or someone on there and it automatically it said friend and i'm like wait a minute and i'm like did he follow me <laughs> and it was just a and the guy is just very uh he's just a very genuine person too you know i messaged him saying like hey thank you for following me i appreciate it and it means a lot because i've admired your work and then you know, he immediately wrote back saying the exact same thing, like, oh, for sure. Um, and I appreciate, I like your work as well. And it's just like, yeah, he's been like a really good inspiration for me and I love his work and just what he does. So yeah. And from a creative standpoint as well, it's just, he, the guy's amazing in my opinion. Maximus, I appreciate you coming on so much and this has been a lot of fun and I'm really excited to see what new content you have coming out and everything. I mean, I can't believe how busy you were. I was not expecting <laughs> you to be a full-time student with two jobs and doing this. So thank you so much for coming on, man. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure to be here. <laughs> yes, of course. Well, you take care, man, and uh, thank you for sharing your story, and I'm sure we will talk soon, okay? All right, no problem. Appreciate it. Yeah, all right, man. We'll talk to you later. All right, thank you so much. Maximus Effort. How cool is that guy? And I had no idea this guy was a full time student, had two full time jobs. If you watch his content, he puts time into that. And it's so cool. It, it, you get sucked in. To a whole new realm, I guess, if you want to put it. And it is so cool. And I really highly recommend that you guys go and check it out because you will love it. It's awesome. And I wasn't joking when I said it in the interview. It's like watching a live comic book. It's really cool. But yeah, I appreciate all you guys for listening. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you to all my sponsors. You guys are great. And next week we will have another fabulous guest on TikToking with me, Kevin Hughes. Thank you again, everybody. Goodbye.